cliffcentral.com. All right, so it's time for Collectomania. This is our chance every week to check in with uh, one or two collectors, find out what they're up to. We've spoken to so many amazing people already who have the most insane, fantastic, incredible, sexy, exciting collections. And today is no exception to that. We last spoke to Kim Jade on the show back in 2019 when she was still a, pre- a presenter on MTV Base. Do you remember? Today she's back for another reason. That is to show off her amazing sneaker collection. This is something I have. I'm, we are like twins in this respect, Kim. I'm so excited to talk to you about this. I have a sneaker obsession too. I haven't been excited like this to talk about a collection for weeks. <laughs> now, not that we've had boring ones, but this one's especially appealing to me because it's something I have in common with her. It's, of course, brought to you by the South African Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop. And you can find out about the Scoin Shop and the South African Gold Coin Exchange by going to cliffcentral.com and following the links or just visit them on their own site. They're amazing. And if you think it's time for you to invest in a little bit of gold or silver, even platinum, you can do this through them. You know that. You can go on and become a collector right now. So Kim is a model. She's a TV presenter. An influencer, she's originally from Zim, but she's also gearing up for the second season of Kicking It with Kim Jade. That's a YouTube show that features renowned personalities in the entertainment industry speaking about their love of sneakers. So this is the perfect time to bring her in and to hear from her. Hey, Kim, how the hell are you? Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> well, you look gorgeous for this time of the morning, but then that uh, goes Listen, without saying. Listen, I got cute just for you, Gareth. I'm ready. Yeah, well, I mean, what can I say? This is fantastic. Listen, um, <laughs> I, see, I see boxes and boxes and boxes in the background there. I see a couple of them displayed prominently on the shelves. It's a problem. Sneakers. It's a problem, right? Do you think you're addicted? Definitely, but I but I think there are worse addictions you could have. Yeah, sure. So this one, not too bad. <laughs> so when did it start? Geez, I've been collecting for I think over six years now. It really started because a brand started seeding me sneakers when I was still a model, and I didn't really know much about them. And then when I would be wearing these expensive sneakers, people are like. Because guys really know this stuff, <laughs> yeah. as you would know. They're like, damn, talk to me about the colorway. Oh, you just got... And I was like, okay, this is a thing. I need to know what I'm talking about if I'm going to be wearing these shoes. And I started researching and then traveling the world and then following all these sneaker accounts. And that's kind of how I got hooked. <laughs> well, it looks like you've got an impressive collection. We'll get into the details of that in a moment. But <laughs> I was wearing, I was wearing okay, a pair yeah. of sneakers. See, this friend of mine who's also obsessed, he called mm-hmm. me up one day and he's like, listen... I ordered a pair of sneakers from uh, the U.S. They've just arrived. Mm-hmm. They're a half a size too big for me. Do you want them? And I'll give them to you at X price. Like the fact that we yes. actually know each other's shoe size is ridiculous. So this happens when you're, when you're, <laughs> this happens when you're a collector of these sorts of things. So I was like, True. yeah, how much are you going to give them to me for? So he said, oh, like, and th- listen, when you get into these collections and these very rare sneakers, it can be pricey. He gave me Very. he gave me like a forty percent discount because mm-hmm. he said to send it back it's like not worth it and you know then yeah he to, and re- importing tax for sneakers is crazy it's exactly. insane so he sold them to me and I I don't even wear these things they're so fantastic they they're beautiful they're in loads of colors and then I went do you on, mind if I ask what they are what is the uh, sneaker I'm not I'm not going to say it now I'll go and, I'll go and fetch them just now and show you that's easy <laughs> okay ah, yes okay go but, for that. But the other day, um, someone posted an Instagram of like a pair of sneakers that I hadn't seen before. I had to be very, very composed 
to not go on there and buy them immediately. It's scary, man. What is your do you uh, do you have a specific brand or a specific sneaker that you like? Um, Adidas is mostly that makes up the, the biggest nice. part of the collection. I, I see lots of Nike in your collection. Listen, okay, so I think I can actually turn the cam so you guys can yeah, see. So this is my sneaker this. closet. It starts from there and goes all the way around. <laughs> look at this. Um, oh wow, it's a bit ridiculous. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. We're here, <laughs> and now I'm on your show. Also, your OnlyFans chat was so in. I, it was I was deep engaged because I know so many girls that are struggling, <laughs> going to struggle financially because of it. You you do right, <laughs> and that's that's girls here in South Africa who are doing OnlyFans. There's a lot of girls in South Africa and influencers <laughs> that make right. a lot of money with OnlyFans. <laughs> All right. Well, before we go down the OnlyFans uh, path, how many okay. pa- how many pairs of sneakers do you reckon you have? Look, easily over 150, I think. I did a cleanse in December and gave away 70 pairs. So this is Yo. me scaling down. Who did you give them away to? <laughs> I work with the Special Olympics here in South oh, Africa. Wow. So I okay. gave the sneakers to, they can give it to the athletes and to some of the kids. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, I'm going to show some pictures here. Tell us about this pair of, of sneakers here. This is the one sure. directly behind Oh, you. amazing. Okay, so I actually have them right here. Yeah. These are one of my grails. So, Gareth, as a sneakerhead, you know what a grail is. A grail <laughs> is very personal to each person. Yeah. Um, that is your sneaker that you've always wanted to get. It has a special meaning, and it's really sentimental. This happens to be the J Balvin Jordan 1 collab. They were released um, over a year ago. J Balvin is the first Latino artist in history to do a collaboration with the Jordan brand, so it's very iconic. Um, he actually wore them on stage when he performed at the Super Bowl with J-Lo. J-Lo brought him on. Mm-hmm. He came in these Jordans. No mm-hmm. one obviously had seen them before, and the they were like, "Wow, these are crazy!" And J Lo actually asked me, she asked him, was like, "J Balvin, I need a pair as soon as you're done, as soon as they're out." So they're very special, and I got gifted these last year because they're very expensive. <laughs> I can't afford them. <laughs> you, you you can't afford them, but someone gave them to you. How much do those cost? Yeah, these ones go for over. You can find them for as much as thirty thousand rand. Um, I have a pair that's like was going at one point. So this is the Off-White Jordan sale. Mm. Um, Off-White is obviously Virgin Abloh's brand. Vir- Virgil is the creative director of Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. Um, so this collaboration at one point was going for 52,000 Rand for a single pair of sneakers, <laughs> which is a little bit crazy, but I managed to buy these. I got them in New York wow. and had them imported. And I wore them to Sneaker Exchange, and Sneaker Exchange is a major... Um, community event for the sneakerheads. So mm-hmm. we all come together and we buy, sell, trade. And I wore them to Sneaker Exchange and all the boys were like, damn, Kim! I said, yes, respect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Now, the, the, what is the uh, most interesting thing about this for you? Is it just that this is an endless thing because they're always bringing out new ones? You never really can complete your collection. There's always going to be a pair of sneakers yeah. that you don't have. I mean, there's never – no one in the world, even the richest people that exist, can't afford to buy yeah. all the sneakers because you've got to find a place to put them. Sure. You can't wear them all. Look, I've been invited to speak at so many different events and panels about the sneaker culture, trying to explain it to people that don't get it because they were like, Kim, there's no way you'll ever wear all 150 pairs of shoes in a year type of thing. Mm. And 
the research into it is actually very interesting, Gareth, if you look into it, um, especially in the States, they've done numerous studies. And one of the, the research um, papers that I read was trying to understand why people collect sneakers. And it's tied into so many different things. Is Number one, they talk about the fact that every sneakerhead has a personal connection to a sneaker. Mm -hmm. So it takes them back to their childhood of they saw their dad rocking these kicks or they really come from struggle and they always wanted to be able to afford this pair of kicks. And now as an adult, they go and buy these very rare shoes. Number two, it's tied into their their personal icons, right? So many people buy the Jordan brand because Michael Jordan did for African-American culture and for sports on a global level what no one else had ever done before. Right. And so buying a Jordan and wearing a Jordan represents him, represents what he's done, you know, especially for people of color. Um, the same thing with Yeezys. Kanye is is a goat in the, the music industry and fashion industry. And so being able to own a pair of sneakers that he designs, especially because his silhouettes are crazy. I don't know if you've seen, these are the foam runners. This oh, is one of Kanye's that is horrific. Yeezys. It's a foam runner. It is. It's people compare it to a croc. This That's is another horrific. one of the easy sneakers. I'm sure you can see. Right, I've seen those two. They're His so, silhouette is crazy, and he pushes so it. Ugh. It's different. Yeah. My okay. point is that by being able to wear a pair of sneakers that your favorite artist or your favorite sports superstar, basketball player, football player, it connects the fans to their icons. And then the final thing is is the community. Gareth, you and I don't really know each other. We've chatted at maybe mm. events or in interviews, but the fact that we have a shared love and understanding for the sneaker culture, we have a shared terminology. Yeah. You talk about grails and mm. drops and L's and W's. These are things that connect people from all over the world, yeah. right? Because we all use the same terminology. That's the definition of community, right? So as much as people don't understand it or um, don't respect it or think it's a waste of money, um, for us in the community, it really connects us all over the world. I mean, you've even started a YouTube channel with just yeah. sneakers, and this just shows you how huge <laughs> the interest in this is. In South Africa, do you, yeah. have, do you have any idea of how big the sneaker community is? It's really big and growing, especially amongst the youngest generation now, like um, the Gen Ys and Gen Xs. Mm. Um, but globally, the sneaker industry is worth over $72 billion, which is yeah. insane. If you just look at reseller market, like a normal pair of Jordans goes for about two and a half thousand rand. You can resell them for up to as much as 12,000 rand in the what? same day. Just because they sell out instantly. That's how valuable they are. So for me personally, I don't plan on keeping these kicks forever. I definitely plan on selling them. I can buy a house with the sneakers in this room right now. That's unbelievable. So for me, it is a long-term investment as well as being a passion right now. So I know Leanne, Leanne and um, Bulelo and many of the people who are listening to us now may be thinking these people are insane. It's crazy. Uh, this is just <laughs> this is basically this is footwear. Yeah, right? I mean just, it's ridiculous. Look, and, let's put things into perspective. Um, my first car cost thirty thousand rand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but but I I remember when I was into trends as as you know as a teenager, um, and also. I, I don't know if it has some kind of effect, but in the south of Joburg, we were very um, proud of our <laughs> of our footwear. Yeah. Yes. And it was all about, you know, having the best brand name and when they came out first. 
Um, So, yeah, I I completely identify with it. It's just not something that I I would practice anymore. Yeah, I think it's it's amazing. (laughs) Well, somebody says here, alarm bells, where's Dr. Hanan? He's our psychologist. Um, So, Dad's. is my personal therapist. Oh, wow, I'm not okay. exaggerating. Have you ever spoken? <laughs> I you... love him. But also, he's wearing Yeezys in our sessions, and I'm like, "Come on, you're wearing Yeezys." <laughs> so he's also he's also obsessed. So he can't call you. Um, he can't say that you're addicted and you're dangerously obsessed with sneakers because he is too clear. No. Um, all right. Yes. <laughs> what, what happens? What happens in a relationship where somebody sees that you've got this obsessive collection, and do d- does this chase people away? I mean, even friends. Do they go? Oof, I love Kim, but she's insane. I think it's the opposite. I think when people come to my house, the first thing they do is come to my sneaker room and snap pictures in here, and they're like, "I wish I was your size, so I would steal your sneakers." Um, guys, it can be intimidating, although it's more respect, to be honest, because the the um, the sneaker community is a male dominated boys club it's mostly boys and there's right. not a lot of girls that really know what they're talking about when it comes to sneakers and sneaker collection and the history of it and things like that so it's mostly like ah oh, props <laughs> well uh derek says travis scott jordan's a sick um tracy yes. says what sneakers would you not be seen dead in that's an interesting question Oh, that's a good one. Look, I'm not specific to brands, although I have a lot of Jordans. I wear everything, um, but it really is about personal taste. I'm. It's not about more sneakers. It's more. I'm not a Crocs girl, Ugh. which is ironic mm. because everyone compares Yeezys to Crocs, like well. the Yeezy foam runners. <laughs> I, um, but yeah, I'm not really a Crocs. So girl. you asked me earlier, like, what are my favorite shoes? I, I went on. Mm. A, I went on a spending spree with. Um, adidas nmds which are like that's a specific range they've got shoes they are so sexy they're so fantastic you get them in thousands of colors and like you know they they they, i've i looked at a pair of them that i've been wearing and they're starting to Mm -hmm. look really shitty now but i still love them more than like a brand if you gave me a brand new pair of you know of, of, of let's say the the most expensive leather dress shoes you could get and you you gave me a a, a really sexy pair of of adidas nmds i'll take the nmds any day listen also there's a trend now to beat up your sneakers um to everyone that's watching beating up your sneakers (laughs) is when you wear your sneakers a lot and they're worn and like they look like they've been through shit (laughs) Obviously, Um, obviously there's a trend now where people buy brand new sneakers and intentionally paint them, crease them to yep. make them look worn. It's like a thing. So Gareth, you're probably on trend by wearing your beat up NMDs. Well, <laughs> I mean, one of my friends actually does treatments on them. So he'll paint them. He'll mm-hmm. put like gold speckles on the, the sides. It's like, like amazing. And they, they really look fantastic. And this is his whole business. Sure. He, he does this for, a, for, it's part of one of the things that he does for a living. He makes some seriously good money out of it too, because he buys the yeah, shoes. Yeah, sneaker customizing. And then he, yeah, he makes, sure. he makes them one of a kind and then people will pay, you know, an extra grand for them. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, someone says here, this reminds me of some of the classics, Ewing 33s, Reebok pumps, mm. Air Max 90s. I mean, Leanne, that's yeah, kind of, that's your gen. Yeah, for, for, for us, it was Patrick Earrings. You had to have a pair of those. Yeah. And uh, Fila was really, really big as well during yeah. my growing up phase. So what, what, back, where do those, yeah, where do they sit at the moment, Fila and Patrick Earrings? 
Fila's coming back in South Africa. Fila's very back. Yeah, and it's really it's a really affordable brand, and the shoes and clothes are very comfortable. So that's nice. I think the thing that um, puts a lot of people off is that the reseller market for Jordan ones is so insane that the average twelve year old or fourteen year old can't even afford them because their parents are like, guys, I'm not going to spend not this much chance. money on shoes, school fees, I like yeah. um, bills to pay. We're not going to spend twelve thousand rand on sneakers, but they can afford to buy you a pair. Of, of Fila's or Reeboks or Adidas. So, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's very important and, to have and, that range of brands and I, price range. I mean, I know that some of them are really expensive, but honestly, it's such mm. a personal thing that sometimes people will yeah. want, want the really cheap things. I mean, I know people who buy those really cheap tennis shoes, you know, those plain canvas, you know, and, and, they, <laughs> and they just, they look amazing and they look after them so yeah. beautifully. Where do you go to get your sneakers cleaned? Oh, um, I, I clean my own sneakers. Right. I don't take them in. How do you However, do that? How, recently, do you, how do you clean them? Because this is, this is a major, this is a whole separate conversation. Oh, yes. It's a whole conversation how to clean your sneakers. Um, but if you look on the top brands' websites, because they, they can't push a specific product, they do tell you, especially if like, you go on the Nike.com website, for your leather sneakers, the best thing to do is to get some warm water and put a little bit of, of fabric um, fabric detergent. Mm-hmm. So what you use to wash your clothes because it's very gentle right. and wipe them with a soft cloth. That's the best way to clean them. And then for the soles, if you want to get the dirt, um, get rid of the dirt, you just use a toothbrush or any kind of, you know, brush to wash your shoes, just to wash underneath. Do Please you... don't use any bleach products. No, obviously. I'm not going to name brands, but, but be but... very careful because it will stain the leather and it will turn the sole from white to yellow. Just quickly, the um, the obvious thing that, that a lot of people might be thinking at this point is that for you to take your whole collection out and start cleaning it, it could be like a week or two. So you obviously clean them. <gasps> you clean them when you've used them and you put them back in the boxes to protect Definitely. them? Definitely. That's why I keep the boxes because, like I said, one day I do plan on reselling my collection, not mm-hmm. now. But a sneaker is actually more valuable if it comes in the original box. Hmm. So for storage purposes and for value purposes, it's best to keep your box if you want to sell your sneakers one day. Sure. Okay, how do you know when it's time to get rid of them if, they, if they're really starting to look uh, disheveled and shitty, but you still love them? Because that's what I need to do um, this week. I need to, say, I need to bury, I know, like, I need I to bury some of mine, personal. throw them away. it's very personal you get rid of your kicks when it's when it's time i've got a pair of my very first pair of sneakers that i ever bought was a pair of classic air force one high tops by the way guys did you know that dr dre has over 600 pairs of air force ones the lows he only wears air force one all white white on white he has an entire room and it's just his Air Force Ones. Like no other color, no other brand, like nothing. That's him for life. That's <laughs> so it's a classic shoe. And it's one of Nike's best sellers, which is crazy and amazing up to this day. Martine says, Kim, you have such a big heart for donating too. Bless you. Yeah, that's really Thank like 70 you. pairs of your sneakers that you gave away to. You said the Paralympics? Um, Special, Special Olympics. Olympics. I've been an ambassador with him for five years. Yeah. Um, Corona's Boring says, yeah. To be honest, those 30K sneakers look better and more reliable than my first car. (laughs) (laughs) You'd probably be able to sell these for more money than your first car. Real chat. (laughs) Admin says, this is insane, but I am actually really impressed. 
Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. You see, the boys, they stand. They see what I'm talking about. That's right. Please, if we talk about my show really quickly, it's go a shameless it. plug right go, now. Go, go, go. Tell us. Um, season two of Kicking It With Kim Jade is coming up. Um, and this show is, yes, it brings together sneaker lovers, but every guest has a specific <clears> topic. <throat> Last year, we had DJ Clark Kent, who I'm sure you guys know, um, is the person that discovered Jay-Z and got him signed to his first record label. Right. He's one of the OG DJs in the hip-hop scene in New York. So our season had incredible guests. Um, we had uh, Zaid Osman, who founded Sneaker Exchange. We had um, Durban Gogo. We had just really amazing guests and this season is going to be even better we have blackie dj doop we have costa tech um awesome. it's just a really fun show and every guest like i said has its their own topic of conversation so we're not going to be doing the tell me about your latest album what inspired it nah right. we want to know the real <laughs> stuff so are we talking about Black Lives Matter. Are we talking about female entrepreneurs? Are we talking about how the music industry is completely changing? You know, we don't have the big festivals anymore. How are artists surviving? Because people's cars got repoed. Like, yeah. it's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, that's so, a, um, you think OnlyFans are the only people who are losing. There, there, there are lots of artists <laughs> who lost their money in the artists last Artists struggled. <laughs> they really, really struggled. So, Kim. So, yes. Um, yeah. Where do you buy your sneakers? Because if you buy them on, on your own online, I mean, sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. delivery is a problem in South Africa. As you said, import taxes are high. Is there a, a, are there a few shops? I mean, is there a place worth giving a plug to? Is there an exchange where you can go where, where you know you can get the sneakers you want? Are there people who can bring them in Definitely. for you? Like, what's the, what's Definitely. the plan here? Cause it can get expensive. Yes, and nowadays you can't just go to Nike and just buy the shoe you want the day it drops because there are queues yeah. like, <laughs> and there's raffles and you never win a raffle. Um, so if you can't actually get it from the original um, store, so from a Nike or an Adidas, um, the best thing to do is to reach out to a reputable reseller. This is very tricky nowadays because there are so many fake Jordans, fake Yeezys, fake sneakers out there. So uh, my personal plug is buy my sneaker. I use buy my sneaker and I use Flex Kings because I'll literally just send them a picture of the sneaker that I want and ask them, guys, can you get it? And they have connects hmm. all over the world. So there are people that specifically are in London. Cool, Kim Jade in South Africa wants this new um, give me, Yeezy. Uh, give me that again. Cool, um, what's that? Uh, what's that called? I'm writing this shit down. <laughs> I'll DM at buy my sneaker right. and Flex Kings ZA. Okay. So they're my plugs to get authentic original sneakers because that's very important. Mm. Also, who has the time to be dealing with customs, immigration? Ugh. It took over a month just for me to get these uh. these um, ambush um, dunks. Wow. So this is a collaboration between a Japanese designer, I think. That's and they're awesome. super crazy. Oh, dude, they're so amazing. But it took a good three months just to bring the sneaker in. And I paid over 10 grand just to freaking <laughs> customs. So it's not worth it, dude. Go to a reputable reseller. You'll pay a little bit of a markup, yeah. but it will save you time, effort, and a lot of money. Look at this cool picture of you with all your sneakers in the background. That's so, <laughs> that is so fantastic. <laughs> and look, yeah, yeah, this, yeah this that's is, my sneaker closet. My yeah. home, my baby. <laughs> what are those? These are Air Force um, Air Jordan 1s. Right. Are they? they were cool. Yeah, there they are behind you. Really it's just, just next to, I think they're really? just, yeah, they're just, oh, next, yeah. there, there. Yeah. See, Sorry. I have an eye for this <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm actually. You really do. <laughs> I got these actually off of Shesha at the OG price, which was amazing oh. because 
you can't get shoes at proper prices anymore. And so um, Jordan has started doing sneakers that are just for females because they realize they need to cater to the market. So I don't know if you see, That's there's awesome. got a whole bunch of bling on yeah. there. Mm. And the colorway is really cool. It's like a beetroot leather and the sole is also beetroot. Oh. So we nice. can talk sneakers all day, guys. It's so much um, fun. So, <laughs> Bulelo and Leanne, this stuff doesn't uh, grab you. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. No, clearly. <laughs> Excuse clearly. No, look at them. No, it's I mean, like, like I say, it, it used to. It used to be a thing for me. Um, and then other things took over in my life, and there were other priorities. Um, but sure. I certainly understand it. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and everybody has a thing, you know? Psilocyde mm-hmm. says, and here I have been buying Abibas and Mikey's. <laughs> Fake ones. Listen, no shame. If you make your Abibas look fire, do you, boo? <laughs> but the, the, this, this Fong, the Fong Kong stuff is a big problem, right? I mean, there's, there's so much fake stuff out there. For sure. And I mean, it's, it's not only in the footwear market. Apparel, the same bags, the same makeup, the same it's a multi, multi billion dollar mm. industry because there are people that are willing to pay a lot less for um, a lesser quality product. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think when you become more financially stable and you can afford it, you will go for the real thing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. All right. I can't believe mm. that we've been talking. It feels like five minutes, but we've been talking about this for half an hour and uh, I could talk wow, to you. Wow, time guys. I'm so, so sorry. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture of my, um, my little collection. I've, I'm not, I'm not by I any means, I don't have a whole room like you do, but I've, I've had to, I've had to split them between different cupboards and different places. So they, and I also, I don't want people thinking I'm as crazy as I am, you know, so let them walk in and think I'm normal. Keep it on the down low. Correct. And then. then Second like dirty secret. If you were, if you were watching me every day and you saw the sneakers I'd put on, you'd go, Ooh, he's got a lot of sneakers, but otherwise you'd never know. I wouldn't want people. Gareth, real question. When, you, when you're dressing yourself in the morning, do you go sneakers and then the rest of the outfit? Yeah, yeah pretty much. That's, that's me. <laughs> I got you. We're on, the, <laughs> we're on the same WhatsApp group. I love it. Kim, very nice to see you. And thank you for love sharing your, your passion for your collection. Thank you for having collection. me. It's it was so, so awesome. much fun, guys. Thank you so much. If you love this, go and subscribe <laughs> to Kim's channel and you can go watch her yes! YouTube show. Season two is launching, Kicking It with Kim Jade, and you can find out more about sneakers there. There's <laughs> going to be plenty of, of interesting stuff to talk to, yeah. with plenty of interesting people. I love it. Thank you so much, Kim. Good to see you. Thank you, guys. God bless. Awesome. And you. So there she is. Isn't she great? Such energy. And I just love great when energy. people yeah. love what they do. She just loves doing this stuff. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. That's, that's, what I, that's what I love about all these collections is just the passion behind it. It's, it's, really, it's really great. It's, um, especially in times like we're in now, which may yeah. be a little bit darker and we're worrying about bigger things. Um, it's refreshing to it see is. people who are just here's, so here, Here's something interesting. Uh, Marco says the disabled community love their sneakers like myself. And, and and they last longer if you if you can't walk and run because they look better and you don't get them all dirty and so that's that's uh, interesting but there is that's a huge uh, part of this it's like all the different communities within the sneaker community it's crazy so this is of course brought to you by the South African Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop you can find out more about them by going to cliffcentral.com too and tell us about your collection we want to know what you collect you can email me gareth at cliffcentral.com and we will get hold of you. And you can tell us about your crazy and wild and wacky obsessions. Don't be ashamed. This is where we share this stuff. 
and we're allowed to. <laughs> it's a safe space. It's a safe space, <laughs> exactly. Cliffcentral.com.